Deep within your being, under layers of conditioning and thought patterns, lies the truth of who you came here to be. This is Return to Radiance. I'm your host, Danielle Lagrange, and in these episodes, we will be deep diving into the new paradigm of leadership, energetics, healing, business, and more, as well as holding potent conversations around connecting deeply to your personal power and owning your truth. While I'm confident the discussions on this podcast have the power to change your life, these episodes are for information only and are in no way a substitute for individual medical, legal, or mental health advice. Welcome back to another episode of Return to Radiance. On today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about the idea of play. Now, play is something that we do as children, obviously. And as we start to grow up, we start to lose touch with this element. And this was kind of brought to my attention last week when I was driving by the high school in town with my son and he looked out at their field and he's like, why don't they have a playground? And old me would have been like, oh, because high school students don't play. But with where I'm at in my own relationship to play and my own relationship with my inner child and the pieces that had been shut off at actually a fairly young age regarding play, I started to think about why the fuck there isn't a playground at the high school. (laughs) And so I responded to my son. I was like, well, you know, whoever makes the decisions and makes the budgets and is in charge of construction for the school district, I guess thinks that teenagers don't need to play anymore that they've outgrown it or that they won't use it or that it's not important. And then I proceeded to say, but in my own experience, the opposite is true. I told him that I believe that so many of us are unhappy and unfulfilled and miserable and frustrated and stressed out because we don't play enough. And that that's something that needs to be at the forefront of our values as human beings, not just as children. And so that really got me thinking about the societal conditioning that we carry around play and how in order to be seen as grown up or mature or professional, we need to take things seriously. That once we hit adulthood, we've got bills to pay, we've got kids to take care of if we're parents, we have careers that we need to take seriously. We need to go to school and take on a bunch of debt in order to build the dream and join the rat race. Like it's all part of this matrix that we've been brought up in. And so from a rebellious standpoint in my own life, it is an act of rebellion to play. It is an act of rebellion to be in your pleasure and to prioritize things other than work and hustle. And so that appeals to me as a soul who is on this path of dismantling the matrix and dismantling the beliefs that we think are important and the illusions that are imprinted on us through our childhood. But even more deeply than that, there is something very important within the act of play. 
And that is returning to our childlike innocence. Now on the spiritual path, as you start to ascend and you start to connect with your higher self and your guides, it all starts to feel really serious. It all starts to feel very sacred, but very serious where you need to go into a strict meditation regime to connect with your higher self every day. And you need to drink lots of water and eat healthy foods. And it can start to feel like another set of rules that we're being indoctrinated into in order to have this connection to our higher power, in order to have a connection to our higher selves, and in order to be spiritual. And I treated it like that for a while when I first had my spiritual awakening. It felt very serious and it felt good, but it felt so serious all the time. And what I realized after going to a retreat in Colorado last August was that Play is a connection to your higher self. The way that I worded it when I came back from the retreat, I got back to my house and I was out in my field skipping through the tall grass in the summer. And I felt so free and I felt so connected to myself and so connected to my essence. And it was because my inner child was having fun. My inner child was giggling and skipping and being free and, you know, chasing butterflies. And I realized in that moment that our connection to our inner child is a connection to our higher self. You know, the inner child so often gets associated with the fears and the insecurity and the fear of being let down and the fear of being seen. And, you know, a lot of these ego-driven protection mechanisms, which are attributed to the inner child. And yes, that's true. Children have fears. We have experiences that happen to us as children that created these fears. And so that's absolutely a piece. And that's where inner child healing comes in. But on another side of that coin, if we start to look at the inner child as a pure, innocent channel of our essence, before the world got its hands on you, before you were conditioned and taught how to be and taught that it's not safe to love people and taught that it's not safe to be seen and expressed and that you get made fun of if you act certain ways or do certain things, before all of that, your inner child is an expression of your essence. And so when you are engaging in play, when you are having fun, when you are in your pleasure, you are actually in your pure essence. And that essence is a connection to your higher self. That essence is a connection to your divinity and who you are as a soul. And so what if we start to change the narrative? around how we are meant to work, how we are meant to create, how we are meant to run our businesses. And what if we start prioritizing creating space for play and being in our essence, experiencing our own essence, our own energy, the frequency at which we naturally vibrate. Sitting down and working at a desk for eight hours a day while we are probably all guilty of doing it is not in our essence. Our essence is light. Our essence is creation. Our essence is fun. It's fulfilling. Our essence is creative and expansive. 
And so my challenge for you is really to schedule out where you can actually play. And if you're like me and play is like a challenging thing for you, something that's been shut off for years and years and years, take time to start to reconnect with what it feels like to play. Is it sitting down on the floor and playing with your kids? Is it skipping through a field and picking dandelions? And blowing the little seeds off because fuck the people who said that you don't want to spread dandelions everywhere. (laughs) Is it playing a prank on somebody? Is it going to an amusement park? Is it listening to music really loud and dancing like nobody's watching? What does play feel like? What does it feel like to just be light? And if you do have a good relationship with play, how can you schedule more of that in? And not as a means to an end of, I need to play so that I can get the creative download so that I can come back to my laptop and bust out a new offer. It's not, that's not the vibe. But how can you start to incorporate play from a place of legitimately seeking pleasure in your life? of legitimately putting down all of the pressure and expectations and to-dos and frustrations and fears and worries of adulthood, putting that down for a minute and just playing, just being, just smiling, feeling legitimate joy. And that is something that I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have struggled with so much in my life, but when I am tapped into this frequency, when I am tapped into the lightness and the playfulness and even a little bit of like the brattiness of being a child, everything is lighter. Everything flows so much nicer. You are not doing yourself a service by forcing yourself to sit down and getting stuff done. The ultimate service to yourself is to allow yourself to enjoy each day, each moment, to collect good memories, to collect fun, to collect moments that you'll look back on at the end of your life and be like, that was amazing. And this is not something that you have to earn. This is not something that once you've achieved X, you can do this. It's not once you have the money, you can do this. Play is free. It's about prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your energy, prioritizing your pleasure, and knowing that you are worthy of it without doing fuck all. And so if you're one of those people who uses play as a reward or uses play as a way of, yeah, when I finish all my work, I will do this. Cut that shit out. I used to do this like crazy. I still find myself doing it from time to time, but cut it out. Give that gift to yourself unconditionally regardless of how much you get done in a day, regardless of if you finish the project or not, put it on your calendar and honor it, stick to it. That means I am going outside at 2 p.m. 
period, end of story, hold true to that. Work will always be there for you. There is always more to do. There's always another room in your house to clean. There's always another client to check in with in your business. But what happens when you unplug and when you do serve yourself for a moment first, when you fill your own cup, And when you let yourself be in the naturalness and the childlike wonder that feels so liberated and so fun, what does that do to your energy when you do that? If you're feeling that way in your body, what do other people pick up from your energy when you do show up? Think about it. So this is an invitation to play. It's an invitation to come back to yourself and to what makes you happy and what makes you fulfilled. Put the responsibilities aside and put yourself on your calendar. That's all I have for you today. If you are looking to journey alongside somebody one-on-one in an intimate private coaching container, I am accepting applications right now for one-on-one coaching and healing. Is a blend of an Akashic healing journey, integration, amplification of your essence, of who you truly are, of what you're truly here to express. And I would love, love, love to hear from you if this is calling to you. I will link my website down below with the application form, or you can just send me a message on Instagram at Radiant Soul Coach. And I will talk to you soon. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you'd take a moment to download a couple episodes and rate the show to help it reach more like-minded leaders. If you loved today's discussion and decide to share it, be sure to tag me on Instagram at Radiant Soul Coach to help expand the ripple effect of this podcast.